We're talking Boardwalk Empire, jazz, Pittsburgh, haircuts, and more on this edition of Conversations on Black Hollywood Live. You are tuned in to Black Hollywood Live. Conversations. Hello, folks. I forgot to, we should pick the song to play the opening. I, mean, I forgot about that. That was good. Dang it, folks. But hi, how are you guys out there? <laughs> Welcome to Conversations here on Black Hollywood Live. I'm your host, James Law Jr. You can follow me on everything in the universe at James Law Jr. Try it. And today, I'm so excited. Before I started talking, we were already BFFs already off screen. Totes. So, exactly. And so now, she's an actress. She's a singer, so she's like a double threat. Damn. Double. Threats. You may have seen her on Boardwalk, Boardwalk Empire, which was a critically acclaimed show on, on HBO. She's also might be seen, you can be seen on Barbershop 3, right? I'm going to be seen on yes. Barbershop 3. That was great. Yes. And oh, some I'm... Senegalese twists. <laughs> Are you really? Yes, I am. Oh, really cute. I'm very, sure. very poetic justice. Oh, hey, go on, girl. Oh, okay. And a little ode to Janet Jackson. Janet, Janet. That's right, Janet. Miss J. Miss J, if you're nasty. If you're nasty. I am. And of course, she's actually currently being seen, and my mother watches the show, and was like, I know who she is, on <laughs> ABC's hit new drama, The Family. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to have a conversation with Margot Bingham. Yay! How are you, girl? Hi, so Welcome. good to be here. Same here. My mother's like, I know her. So ah, well, thank you. It's a large studio audience in here. Had calm down, calm, calm down. down okay, buddy. sit down. Good, calm down. Oh, oh, oh like, ooh, I like that. They really listened. They did. So, okay, first of all, we got to start with, we have Pittsburgh Connection. I mean, let's just, let's just go. <laughs> I want some Pimenti Brothers. I, I mean, want a sandwich with, like, you know, my chips inside of it. People don't understand when there's not any fries on a sandwich. It's not a sandwich, guys. I know, I know. It just doesn't substitute for no, a sandwich. If there's no French fries on the sandwich, it's not a sandwich. I agree. And then with an egg, like, oh, it's know. just not oh, a sandwich. Just people. And whenever I mention I go to the strip district, yes, they think you're Do they going think it's where? Like you're yeah. stripping. Yeah, like you're going yeah. where? I'm like, no, that's not what it's called. And I was right. four. You're not Hello? working the corners. <laughs> you were just not going. Anymore. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Those uh, days are long, long gone. I was 18. Ate the money. Pittsburgh. All right. Let me, let me drink some tea really quick. I mean, Pittsburgh times mm-hmm. were hard. Yes, but I mean, we have this picture. So you were born in Pittsburgh and born raised, raised and went to school in Pittsburgh, born and performing raised. arts, everything. Yes, I went to Kappa. It was a creative and performing arts high school. It still is. Yeah. Downtown Pittsburgh originally was in Homewood, yeah. so oh, we yeah. were oh, we were yeah. in the hood. Yep. And uh, now we're next to a strip club. So yes. we definitely moved up <laughs> in the world. Um, you know, I just turned tricks there yeah, for extra no, no, cash sure, on the side. Yeah. Through high school, it put helped me through you put college, your later. Yeah. helped me later, yeah. made me like you know really get into <laughs> characters, and uh, I still work very much with the school and oh, uh, and okay. I work a lot with the kids and I mentor a lot of the kids there and Good. Melissa Perlman who is the amazing principal there now. Hi, Melissa, shout out to Melissa Perlman. Yes, um, she's incredible. The teachers are still amazing. A lot of my instructors are still there, oh, and wow. I still very much keep in touch with them. And wow. and my my acting coach that I work with. Consistency through or consistently through all of my projects now. Yeah. I, he was based out of Kappa and still in uh, Pittsburgh, and um, I'm very much homegrown. So. Well, you know that people don't realize that there's a lot of filming going on in Pittsburgh right now. Huge. A lot of. I filming. mean, that whole city is being. It, yeah. Really spun around. Right, and it's and it's funny because Pittsburgh looks like we talked about this a little bit off off camera. Yeah, it can look like a regular downtown somewhere. Right, great skyline. Those three rivers, all the bridges, gorgeous. Oh my god, perks of being a wallflower. Oh yes, exactly. Yes, 
Oh my god! They, they really captured it, actually. Gorgeous. Then you go to the other flip side of that, and you go to Signs of the Lambs, and they captured that part of Pittsburgh too. Yep. <laughs> While the woods part. You know, you got like a little bit of a. Yeah, you, you got a little bit of everything. Yeah, but seriously, Pittsburgh can transform. I see to a lot of different things. Absolutely. And I know I just read today that um, Netflix is from a series in Pittsburgh and looking for actors. I mean, I have a girlfriend of mine that's also she her show got canceled somewhere else, and they changed. They had to change the location because of taxes or money or yeah. whatever and now they're filming in Pittsburgh everybody wow. is going to Pittsburgh it is an mm. unbelievable city and I love that the arts are going there because that means more culture yeah. going to the city because we don't lack culture no. we just lack diversity there yes. that is a major major mm. problem I and agree. hopefully that that will change the transportation and change a lot of the the integration of the city yeah. because I hate to say it but it's e- extremely segregated right now it is and the only place I see everybody come together is at the Rivers Casino yeah. <laughs> when they built that, really it was like, classy. Oh, really classy. Really classy I joint. I see all races at the Rivers really Casino. Really classy joint. <laughs> Definitely. Let's so, hope that it's other places that will start. Yes, I agree. Now, so what did you take away going to a performing arts high school? What did you take away when you got out of there? What did you get? I, I mean, without that high school and without that kind of training, I couldn't be easily where I am now. Mm. I was completely stage. I had major stage fright when I was a oh, freshman. Wow. Uh, I had major vocal surgery when I was 13, 14 years oh, wow. old, and I was mute for about a year. I had polyps on my vocal okay, cords. Okay, let's stop for a second there. I mean... How do you... How is it being mute? I mean, it how? was crazy. Like, it was like a whole... It was a whole thing of my life. Like, yeah. I had I had major vocal issues. I had two cysts on my vocal cords, and I got them lasered off. And because um, my voice was always really low as a kid, and, and my vocal teacher was the only one that thought it was weird as like a 10 year old singing Tony Braxton songs <laughs> everybody else was like oh my god her breathe voice again. is like whoa she's yes. like breathe again breathe again you know like and that was like and that seemed yeah. cool that yeah. like I could do that but yeah. it was weird that I was singing in the baritone chorus oh, you know part funny. of the chorus yeah, at like yeah. such a young age yeah. my vocal coach thought that I should go in and get checked and sure enough I had polyps <sighs> in my vocal cords I got them lasered off and with that the doctor told me that it would take a while to kind of come back out of it and yeah. I would be I wouldn't be able to speak for a while and then I would have to eventually go back into singing slowly but they weren't so sure if I would be able to have the same kind of voice as I did right. or if I would even have a, a voice at all or like you know have any kind of singing presence so I was mute for about nine months I had like flashcards and but how did it work on I mean you were a teenager a kid yeah. how did it work on your psyche though I it was just it was really strange it was interesting to see like people play and like I couldn't you know like my friends play in like the playground and I couldn't scream and laugh and the little things you know like my brother took full full (laughs) advantage of it and he (laughs) poked fun at me as much as he possibly could because he was like oh what you want to say something oh you want to say oh you want to say oh but you can't you know so it was uh, so (laughs) needless to say I definitely didn't get scarred by that She's fine, folks. She's I'm fine. Right, she's I'm fine. fine. She's okay. I'm totally fine. <laughs> but um, but so yeah, he took full advantage. Yeah. And um, but I love him. And uh, it, it was just really, it was really scary. But after that, I just. I got up on stage, and the first time that I got up on stage, I'll never forget it. I was singing. It was a vocal recital, and it was to sing in my own little corner. Cinderella. Okay. okay, yeah. And I got up, and I had like a really pretty dress on, a really, really pretty yes. like wet dress, and um, and I felt so confident, like oh, ready to go. Okay. And then I got up there and opened my mouth, yeah. and nothing came out. And after that point, I was like, I was 
I was just like oh totally God. beside myself. Yeah, and sure. I locked myself in the bathroom for like three hours. I, oh I waited till everybody from the recital oh left. My, my mom was like, Margo, everybody's gone. Oh you can come God. out. Yeah. Like, you need to get out of that bathroom. <laughs> yes. And when I exited the bathroom, I came out like another person and I just like was never able to get back on stage. Wow. So I went through like a hypnotist. I went through oh my therapy. God. Like it was like, this a, like the real story. No, this here. is like a real story. Like I don't. I've never actually like talked about this on oh, on air before. I, love I, it. I have like nothing to hide about yeah, it. But no, like but nobody's ever was, asked yeah. me. That's what um, I do. I ask questions. But that's what you do. That's why BHL exclusive. So I um. So like it really took me. It took me years. So really, if it wasn't for my private training and my private voice coaching and working with teachers one-on-one which is something that was since since i've been since i've graduated there it's been taken away from students because of lack of funding for the for the school and it's really a shame because of lack of funding in education period and that's a major major thing that needs to be prioritized and really thought about and put back into the system but if it wasn't for that kind of training i would not be able to do the things that I'm now and be at the place and level that I am now. So yeah. it's a shame to see that taken away from I the students. I tell people all the time, art is just as important as politics, yes. as law, yes. as health. It actually affects all of those things. It affects everything, but the mo- most importantly, education affects every single thing. And that's where it stems from. And if you can't, like, if a kid feels like they can't connect to something, do you really think that they're going to in a mass right. group? Right. Without getting like a one-on-one, especially in the arts, where like what we do for a living is expose ourselves for, and it's like, hey, look at me. This is I'm going to put everything out there for the world to criticize and the yes. world to <laughs> feel something toward. That's what I'm doing. I'm putting my feelings out there to to be exposed. And do you think a kid is going to do that without feeling like they can or yeah. feeling supportive or yeah. you know knowing how to even start? Yeah. No. If they're not yeah. that kind of kid anyways. And I wasn't that kind of kid. Yeah. So, I mean, I owe everything to private coaching and wow. my lessons, but unfortunately, those kids aren't getting that right now. So So did you also feel on some level though that it was kind of your calling that you were you know singing especially singing? I definitely I mean, I was built like an athlete. I still am very yeah, muscular and, yes, like, yes. you know, very tall. And uh, and I thought and kind of knew when I was skipping down the basketball courts <laughs> that I was not built for basketball. <laughs> and, um, and I think that my parents kind of got it, too. Yeah. I think that they knew. Yeah. And I just never stopped singing. I went to dance classes all the time. Okay. I went to acting classes as yeah. much as I could. So my parents always knew that, okay. like, the arts was where I was going to be. And for you especially, too, you knew that the arts was where you were supposed for to be. For sure. Too. My parents were never the type, and they still very much so aren't the types to push me into something that I don't want to be in. And obviously, being an adult now, they you yeah, know right, they, they right. can't. They just support me. But right. uh, but being a kid, I never went to a class unless I really wanted to go. Oh, that's good. Yeah. But it wasn't yeah. like the, Stevie, what do you want? <laughs> Which is just awful. Yes. <laughs> if you're yes. that kind of parent, please stop. <laughs> Tell him. Your three-year-old does not know what she or he wants. Decide. Yeah. For them. Yeah. Exactly. You tell them, Exactly. That's my parenting 101. <laughs> I'll tell you this. I, you know, people, my people who know out there know, I'm, I'm actually a father and grandfather. Ooh. I know it's hard to even believe that, I know. It is. And I have a granddaughter who's 11. Wow. Who I'm like, she should, I'm like, you should be doing it. She's like, nope, don't want to do it. She's, she's math and science. Okay. 
It's okay. okay. So I think that's good. She loves good. it. She loves it. Uh, you can get it from me. Yeah, I mean. Um, yeah, I'm like, math is fine. I get it. Yeah, I, I don't get it, but I, I get, get it. it. But it goes, but my grandkids go to a, an arts-based um, program at a, a, I think it's K through 8th. That's awesome. It's called Leonardo da Vinci. It's a series of schools. That's awesome. That. And, and they learn so much. I, I mean, even if they don't go into arts eventually, mm-hmm. I think that it's really important to allow kids to exercise their imagination. I yeah. think that it's awesome to show kids that they could do anything that they mm-hmm. want. That's like what's in their head. That's what's embedded whenever they're born. Their naivety and their their love for imagination and people not putting restrictions on them, mm-hmm. that's a beautiful thing. I when agree. you go into your curriculum, an average curriculum, it's really hard to, to not say, you can't do this, you can't be this. And, I mean, that's they can't expand like that. They can't yeah, succeed totally like that. Agree. So leaving Pittsburgh... And you've been gone for a while. What have you taken of Pittsburgh with you through this crazy field that we do of acting and singing? I think that Pittsburgh has really grounded me. It's really, you know, being from the city, I didn't grow up in a in a high-class family, and we didn't come from a lot of money. My, my parents have both worked equally very hard for whatever they've accomplished, and they've instilled that in my brother and I. And I think that the people that I've grown to know and the people that I've I've come up from have definitely continued to instill that kind of work ethic and that determination and drive within me. So that's something that I just kind of cross into every single thing that I do. Because this business is crazy. It's crazy. And the people in it are crazy. (laughs) And we chose it. We chose it. And that's, that's, yes. (laughs) So we're crazy. Is that the craziest part? (laughs) I know I'm crazy. I'm a little crazy too. I mean. Yeah. I mean, because this feel, I mean, because, I mean, like, you know, how, like, here's, here's a question for you, because mm-hmm. we, we're going to break down your different careers and stuff that you've done, but I, I as against the, like, the back, behind-the-scenes stuff, how do you stay grounded in a business that looks at your hair, and looks at your skin color, yeah. looks at your gender, looks at your height, your age, I mean, how do you stay, you know, grounded? Like, do you have hobbies? Do you do things that, like, go out in the garden, and or what do you do? I mean, I love to clean my apartment. I know that that oh, okay. sounds crazy, but okay. I am, like, completely OCD. I get that from my father. <laughs> And I love to house clean. It's okay. just, like, something that's really relaxing it. relaxing to me. I love, like, doing the dishes. And, like, I, I just love, like, I love the normalcy of it. I just love that. Um, the thing that keeps me really disconnected from all of the criticism that is constantly at my doorstep is the fact that I could just look at myself and just say, if I'm walking into this project, you are a product. If I'm mm, walking into this, okay. you are a product. They're not criticizing you. They're that's criticizing right. the product. So as long as I can kind of put that Smart. on, that's like my little safety bubble that I go into, mm-hmm. and that allows me not to get my feelings hurt, not to get my feelings Smart. involved, and I think that that's like something that really has always saved me. But that's if it's smart. like a personal thing, yeah, I, I'm extremely sensitive. That's just like okay. who I am. Yeah. So if there's like a personal attack, I get really yeah. sensitive, and yeah, I get yeah. really upset. Um, I know nowadays they're doing a lot of to tape auditions. Yeah, you there. self-tapes. You self-tapes, I think that's the phrase. Yeah. So, I mean, so how do you feel about that versus going into a room and auditioning? It's hard. I like this. Yeah. I love this. People, like, people and yeah. people, I love that. That's, I don't know, I feed off of people's energy. I love communicating with people. I I love being friends and meeting new people. I've always been like that. Yeah. Um, so it's hard when you're just... On a yeah, tape, you can't really convey how somebody is. And, and going into a project without having a director and being your own director, now as an actor, you're supposed to be a video editor, a director, a photographer, a lighting, you know, a yeah. DP. You know, like you are like, you wear every single hat. Yeah. Like my friends know they come over and they read sides with me. And 
I sit there and I prop up the computer on like a blanket that's propped by like a back table-ish kind of thing. And then I move like a little wedge that's like my slipper underneath to like kind of cock it sideways. And then I like I turn sideways just for the glare to hit my side cheek. And I'm like, ah. And then I'm supposed to do the scene like that? Yeah, right. And keep my volume down because like the computer's right in front of me. So I'm like supposed to lower the, I mean, it is a thing. Nobody teaches you that in they school because they, they shouldn't have to. Shouldn't have to. It's crazy. Well, you so. know, you came up at a time now where, you know, actually you are an entrepreneur, so to speak. Yes. Every actor and actress is an entrepreneur. At Absolutely. Because you, you have to promote, promote yourself also. And how many Instagram followers do you have? And I mean, uh, all this stuff that's going it's on. It's just out a there. thing. I mean, we were talking about Snapchat mm-hmm. earlier, or Snapchat earlier. I can't even like say it because I don't even <laughs> freaking know. But I just, I, I have lost count. I, I just, yeah. I don't know. I try my best. The only thing that I can say is I do my best. I do yeah. the best that I can. I am the only person that runs all of that. Yeah. And in the middle of trying to talk to all of my fans that I'm so thankful She's to thankful. have, thankful. I am thankful because without without you guys, I wouldn't be able to have the followers. I wouldn't be able to have the numbers. And the numbers are what keeps me relevant and what gets me in rooms. So it's like without you know. my numbers, I can't get into rooms, but... I try to be as present as I possibly can to my fan base. And then within all of that, I still have my meetings, my auditions, my interviews, my press with you to be able to talk to my fans. So it's Mm -hmm. like it's a major double-edged sword that I'm trying to find the balance between the two is being present with my fans and being present in my life as a career and, like, actually doing the job. And then, oh, yeah, being present for myself. (laughs) Right, right. But that comes yeah. way. Yeah. That's way. Myself is way down the line. Like I don't count. Yeah, right. It's like oh, whatever. I'll get there later. So. But no, but but you make a good point because that is an entrepreneur. Right. That's what, that's what entrepreneurs do. They have to run their business and their marketing and right. their lives and their Definitely. personal lives. I mean, it doesn't stop. Right. And like when I'm in Ubers, you know, I'll get the occasional Uber that driver that's like, "Oh, what do you do?" Yes, and exactly. I'm like, "I'm a musician." Because I know what will shut them yes. up really quickly. Yeah. And they're like, oh, are you a singer or something? And I was like, nope, I played the trombone. You say, oh, it's so funny. And they're like, they're like, oh. oh. And I'm like, yep. <laughs> and then it. the conversation stops. Yeah. And it's very easy. And I'm like, great. I don't have to explain yeah, anything exactly. else because you don't doing. know anything about trombone. Right. And I don't either. So yeah. this is going to be great. You sound like me. Because when I go, I do Uber sometimes. And they're like, uh, if, I, if I say I'm in television... Oh, radio. forget it. They're like, oh my God, I remember when he picked Kelly Ripper. Yeah, that's okay. I'm like, oh. And who's the most famous person you've interviewed and right. who you talked to? You? And oh right. my God, I'm like, oh my God. I was like, this is the last thing I yeah. want to do right now. Yes. So okay. I am a trombonist. Okay, I like that. Mm-hmm. I, like I play that. jazz, very classical <laughs> jazz. Speaking Not of, even cool jazz, classical jazz. Oh, classical jazz. Classical Ooh, jazz, because okay. they don't even they don't even know that. <laughs> so it's very very fun. Now here's the thing. So you left Pittsburgh and went to New York. Yes. So how was that? Because you, you did some stage stuff there, but how was like you did rent I think in some I did. things. So how was New York for you? That's a big city. I still live there. So okay. I, and I love I love the city. I've been there for ten years now, and which is crazy. And wow. um, I moved to New York. Not having any friends there, I didn't have any kind of contacts. I had like a friend of my father's that was there that said that he would look out for me every once in a while. Okay. Uh, but as far as like real contacts in the industry, I 
didn't have wow. that. My parents gave me one year okay. to figure it out. Okay. And they were like, after that year, we're going to reconvene. Okay. And then you're going to go back to school for something. Okay. Because I left school. I didn't, fin- okay. I didn't finish college. Okay. okay. And um, I was really not doing very well in my schooling. And I was still performing and doing a lot of live shows and doing a lot of like mm-hmm. tours and concerts. Yeah. So I was really burning the candle at both okay. ends. And okay. I, I needed to pick. Okay. And, and I, I spoke to a mentor of mine uh, at, who worked at, who was my teacher and my vocal teacher at, at Point Park University where I went to school. Okay. And she was like, people are studying to do this. And I was like, yeah, that's what I'm here for. And she's yeah. like, you are doing this. Yeah, and I was that's like, right. Okay. And she's like, you need to leave and wow. do this. You don't get many chances at doing this. That's and true. I was like, you're right. Yeah. So literally the next semester I just didn't sign up and wow. I didn't tell anybody I was leaving and okay. I just left. And I moved to New York, and I had one year to get it done. Six months of that was probably just doing takeout. Okay, okay. okay. Um, And not leaving my apartment much, because I was scared. (laughs) And by the seventh month, I started looking at uh, newspaper articles and online and inquiries, auditions, and Rent was one of those auditions that I went in for. It was an open call. I tried my luck. I was 719, number 719. And I waited from 6 a.m. to the 10 a.m. opening point, and um, and I went through four typecasts. Okay. Which okay. basically, for everybody oh, that doesn't know what that is, yeah. um, they basically go through the line. They go down the line and they look and they say yes, no, yes, no, yes, no, and then just type you out, typecast you right. out, and. Um, and I got past all of them. Okay. And then I actually got in the room and I had my eight seconds of my eight bars, yes. which is insane. That is crazy. Which is it's literally crazy. like three seconds of saying, it's like, and that, and then they're like, <laughs> and that's it. And, uh, and they're like, nailed it. No, got it. Wow. No. So they, so they sent me through that. And then I came back an hour later and I had my 16 bars. Wow. Okay. Moved up to 16. 16. Okay. And then came back and got to sing the first verse and chorus in front of the producers. And, wow. um, and I had 13 auditions for Rent. And oh, my God. 13. And I got it. <laughs> oh, my God. Isn't that nuts? That's crazy. But it just goes to show you could be number 719. 719. I still have the sticker. Good for you. Still kept it. It's a, it's, a, it's a great it's a, it's a great lesson to anybody that it doesn't matter what where you are right. or when you come into it that still things can happen. Absolutely, and I mean you just have to trust in yourself that you have the work, you have what it takes, and as far as what it takes, I mean not necessarily the talent or the people behind you or the contacts. It's the determination is to have what yes. it takes, and I did have that. I had the drive because I had. I had three months left. I had four months left. Wow. You know, I had to figure it out. Yeah. And that was me figuring it out. Yeah. I didn't have anybody else to lean on. You know, I was in the middle of the city at 20 years old. So I had to figure it out. That's amazing. Yeah. And I mean, I worked like six jobs to get to that point. You know, true Jamaican. Yes. And um, <laughs> worked six jobs, saved up so that I could have that wiggle room of yeah. a year that I could really not lose myself in waitressing and bartending and really just focus on the arts any way that I could. I come from a Caribbean background, too, and there's something to be said about that. There is something to be said. Seriously, we do work really hard. I'm dead ass. I, like, I, I, I mean, yes. <laughs> it is a true. <laughs> My family comes from West Indies, so I totally, I, That's, yes. Yeah, totally, we were, I work a lot of jobs, and I've done a lot of things. Gotta figure it out. Yeah. Gotta yeah, figure, figure it out. out. Gotta be an adult and just figure it out. You, yeah. No time to whine. No, you gotta grow up. Yeah. You gotta grow up. Every time that I go back and talk to Kappa and all the kids, 
They're like, well, I'm going to move to New York. And I was like, uh-huh, and how are you going to do that? Yeah. They're like, well, I'm going to, like, you know, use some of my parents' money. And then and I was like, really? And you yeah. think that that's going to, well, I'm going to waitress. And then how are you going to audition? Right. It's like, well, I'll figure it out. I was like, really? <laughs> You're going to start getting, like, three jobs right. in the first week just to, like, be able to, to eat. Live. Yes, just to live. Yeah. Just to live. Yeah. And then where And then where does the reason why you move there come in? That's what people don't because get. Because the problem it's not is that also easy. we get then we get hooked into we have these three jobs, right? And then you're like, I'll get you it later. Right. I'll get you it later. Right. And then also your creativity goes out the window. And then it's five years later. Yeah, happens so fast. And it's like, and where am I? How did right. I get here? Right. And you don't know where to get out and it's how true. to start again. That's true. So it's just, I mean, there's no right or wrong way to do no. life. No. You just have to trust in the fact and trust your gut that like you'll get there. Yeah. How did um, Borwick Empire come to your life? I So rent closed, and I went in. I was unemployed for about nine months. I was which getting, happens. like, a little scared. Yeah, which happens. And, uh, which definitely happens. And I got the call to go in for, like, this jazz role that was going to be, like, a day player. And I was like, oh, yeah, I can I can sing jazz. <laughs> I guess I could do this. And I went in and saw a bunch of my girlfriends. Because, oh, like, you know, of we're course. all brown and on Broadway. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and I was like, oh hey girl, oh, but that's true. Oh, that's true. Oh, though, it's true. It? You do see your friends, absolutely, and it's weird. I'm sure it is, and it's awkward because it's sure. like, oh, I want you to get it, and it's like, shit, I gotta get it. <laughs> I have to eat next week, <laughs> right. you know. So it, that was like a weird thing, yeah. and then um, and then I kept going in for auditions for that, and I think I had about eight callbacks for that. Wow. Yeah, I always get like a lot of things with a lot of callbacks. Like lots of them. I was like, come on. You wanna make sure. Please, like this is hard. (laughs) And it was and I was living in I was living in Harlem at the time and I was like schlepping back and forth between like there and Brooklyn and it was like through the winter and I was like, folks don't realize Brooklyn's on the other side over here. It's on the other side. I had to go past through from the west side to the east side to Queens to Brooklyn. Like it was like it was a big yeah. trip just yeah. to do an audition to yeah. go in for you know but that's what you got to do mm-hmm. and I needed the job and I yeah. really wanted the job and then um, and then they actually gave me a song that I later in the in the season sang St. Louis Blues St. Louis Blues and um, and it was full circle when I sang oh, that because oh, I was like oh man this was my audition song this oh, is crazy fun. and it was about like six episodes in oh, wow. at that point yeah it just kind of it, it became a season that was not expected by anybody, yeah, and um, including myself. And I think I, I think that that was the best thing that could have happened because I think I would have just freaked myself out if yeah. I would have known the the extreme pl- player and part yeah. that I was going to be yeah. in the whole project. I, I definitely would have gone into it and put it up on this pedestal and yeah. screwed myself over because I just like wanted to get it so bad but yeah. because it was just like a little part I was like oh yeah I can I can do yeah. this and I went in with like ease and a comfort that I definitely not I, I wouldn't have had if I well you know it was a hit show so it became right. a hit show and it was quickly acclaimed and it was a hit so how was that I mean being on a hit show I mean I mean I knew that it was a hit anyways my brother yeah. was a huge fan yeah. of Boardwalk Empire for so yeah. long and then he found out that I was getting the audition and then he threatened that I couldn't come back home <laughs> yeah I'm like really painting my brother in the best of ways I know she loves you she I does love she you. loves you I love you CJ so but he was basically and he was dead serious he was like you you can't come back home 
if you don't get this part, do you understand? <laughs> you're like, and I was like, I get it, okay. but I know you're joking. He's like, no, actually, I'm not joking. Okay. Like, you have to get, you have to get this HBO. Like, you you don't understand. I, I will disown you. And I was like, okay, well, this is what's happening. Then yeah. I guess I guess yeah. I'm gonna get this and job. You got like, it. I have to. I get it. And, you got and it. I got it. So oh, uh, Jeffrey Wright was amazing to work oh, with. Oh, I'm sure I was gonna ask you how. I mean, I am so thankful that I had. Legend, it. Film, Lisa I mean, Basquiat. Yes, like, I know. I know. Peebles. <laughs> Angels in America. My man. <laughs> yes, Come get me, man. I can't even do it. I'm sorry, Jeffrey. That was like probably like an insult. But, but we're still working. But I still, I just like love him. Yeah. I I was terrified to meet him. Wow. Like terrified. And he is just, he was the sweetest and still is the sweetest guy. Wow, like good. just so nice. I had a show in the first, I had my own personal concert in the first month that I was working there, like it was like the two months that I was working there, and he showed up. Him and Jack Houston showed oh, up. Yeah. Oh, great. Michael showed up. Like, I mean, wow. like just the most supportive oh, people and nicest people. And Michael's still a very dear friend of mine. Oh, and and nice. just like, I just got super lucky. I think I, I think I just did. A little lightning in a bottle. I mean, it really was. Yeah. Truly. Definitely. Uh, and then, you know, so now, before we get to the family, yeah. you're going to be in Barbershop 3, the final cut. I am. So, I mean, I love Barbershop movies. They're hilarious. Of course, I grew up that way, going to Barbershop, black barbershops. Of course. And that. So, I mean, so how did you get involved with that project? How did that come to you? That was through my agents, and, uh, and I remember getting the call about it, and... I obviously know the project. I grew up on Barbershop yes, the movie. Course, like, right. I mean, like, who didn't? <laughs> right. And um, to even get the call for that, I was like, this is insane. Yeah. Like, this can't, this is not real. You're like, no. You're I joking. was like, no. I was like, in comedy, and I was like, I'm not that. <laughs> oh, how funny that's funny. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was crazy. So I was like, really terrified. Yeah. And I was actually doing like a really serious movie at the time, which will be coming out in June. Which called was that one? Destined. Okay, Destined. Okay. And uh, we'll be hitting the LA Film Festival this oh, good. June, okay. which is very very exciting and um and it was a really intense script so like to see this yeah. come across my plate i was like man this is i really i don't know i don't know about this one <laughs> and it was a skype session with malcolm d lee who's the director. Yeah, the director yeah yeah and i remember skyping with him he was very cool everything was very normal and i read with the reader and it was weird because you're talking to malcolm and you yes. see him on skype and then the reader's over there, but I can't, I can't look at the reader oh, because okay. my eye line, if they, because they're taping it. Oh, okay. So if they replay it, it's gonna look like I'm like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Looking weird. down, so I had to like look off and change the volume, and then if I put down the volume again, it was the computer volume thing, oh. which is annoying. Yeah, so I like well. turned down the volume, but because I turned down the volume, I couldn't hear the reader on the other side, and I was like, Oh my, oh my god. god, this is like, this is insane. <laughs> this is crazy. I was like, and nobody knows my struggle right now. <laughs> it was but the struggle girl, was wasn't. real. It the was struggle real girl, was real. Wasn't. Yeah. So I um I don't know how I got that movie, <laughs> but I'm very thankful. Let's just put it at. Let's just leave it at that. And who are you playing? Very in thankful. Film? I play Brie. She's a very overly opinionated feminist. Oh, we don't know those. I, I have no idea. Yeah. I have no idea about that life. Yes. <laughs> and I heard you have interesting hair too. She. I, see I, I mean, the hair is. The hair was. I didn't. So. Malcolm was great about letting us pick whatever oh, the okay. look, the okay. style. I mean, obviously, we had the idea of the characters yeah. because it was the amazing writing yeah, led that for us, and the breakdowns yeah. and everything. Yeah. So we knew the direction where we were leaning toward, yeah. but the hair 
because it is a hair movie. Yes, it is. He left that to us. Wow. Which was really cool and very really exciting. Cool. Yeah. And you don't realize, you know, like, the idea of me on Boardwalk, Terry, Terry Winters really mm-hmm. allowed me to create daughter the way that I wanted to, which is huge to be able to create the character. Yes. Jenna Bands allowed me to create my own character on the family as Nina Meyer. So like they people have allowed me to morph these characters, but I've never known the the like the extreme pleasure that it that it is to be able to pick your hair yeah. and let that embody your character. Yeah. And Malcolm really knew that that was that meant embodying the character to us. That was free reign for us. So Really, when he when he gave that over to us, that was huge. Yeah. And I picked the twist because the braids, I just didn't feel. I, I just felt like it was a little bit overdone, and she wouldn't mm. she wouldn't do that. Okay. She wouldn't do the overdone thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the weave, she wouldn't do that. Right. That's something a little bit more materialistic. Okay. For her liking. Yeah. Um, the naturalistic thing I wanted to do, but I wanted to make her a character because. Honestly, I was terrified of doing comedy. So if I stayed looking like myself, I felt like mm. I felt like I would have more scrutiny and more and and probably criticize myself a little bit yeah, more. Yeah. So I feel like I wouldn't be able to really be her. Yeah. So I, I allowed myself to embody a character. So I picked the twist, but I didn't know how like what yeah. went into that because yeah. that was a whole thing. I'm sure. That I mean, first of all, the the prep and the, yeah. the putting in the twist. Oh yeah. But then like sleeping with them. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like you have it's to like. I was like, so okay, like, I. Oh, this is new. <laughs> and then, so my twist yeah. had a pillow. Oh, and then my head had a pillow. Oh, that's so funny. And then funny. going to the. I mean, this is getting personal. I'm sorry. Please don't. It's TMI. But going to the bathroom. Yeah. They were super long. And I was oh. like, oh, damn, this is like, a, so I have yes. to like, right. be able to, so that things <laughs> yeah, exactly. don't happen. Be dipping in the toilet. Dipping in the toilet, you know, yeah. like that, God forbid. And then, so then doing yoga or like doing any kind oh, of working funny. out, like any kind of downward facing jo- dog, forget it. Yeah. I knock myself out. Yeah, sure. And then being on the treadmill. Oh my god, that's so funny! Like, I mean, you just like you just. Well, how do folks do it? I that don't whole know. Time. I was like, I uh, there was so there was a beautiful seamstress that was working mm-hmm. on set in the costume department. She was amazing, and um, she had these beautiful dreads, and they were as long as my twists. And I was yeah. like, girl, <laughs> how do you do yeah. this? And she's like, I'm me. Okay. It's a thing. And I was like, can you, like, please tell me? Because, like, you have, like, shells and beads and stuff in your, oh, like, you need to out. be knocking yourself out. Like, how, I don't even have that. And this is, so when I cut those off, every as, like, a goodbye thing, everybody was able to cut a twist oh, okay. off of my hair. Okay. I walked around with scissors oh, and let them fun. all cut yeah. and then cut my own hair after that. Because I'm a real barber now. Okay, come on, girl. Okay. Come to me for cuts. Oh, well, I need a haircut too, girl. I mean, I'll line you up real good. <laughs> sign me up. Sign me up. I mean, sign me up. I will do it, girl. I know how to sew in and everything after okay. that movie. Just saying. Okay. So excited. So <laughs> I cut that all off, but then I felt like I lost like 15 pounds. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I was like, yeah. oh my god, I feel my neck again. I was like standing taller and I was like walking around like super. I just I felt great. After it, but I mean, it was I. It was definitely an experience. I don't know if I would ever do that full time. Yeah. But I, I give major props to the dreads and twists yes. of the world. Major props because that is you have another human on your head. Now I was going to ask you, being an actress of color. Yes. Was it freeing to be able to pick? Because you know nowadays everything's like just weave hair, just make it. Like, right. You were able to actually pick a hairstyle as part of our culture to be on screen. Well, it was it was definitely freeing, but uh, you know. 
I I actually think that it was more freeing in the family on ABC okay. because nobody's ever hired me for my hair. Oh, interesting. So okay. my hair is straightened right now. Okay. It's straightened for the premiere because I'm going to do some crazy things. Ooh. For the premiere. Oh, you know, not telling you. Follow her on Twitter. You'll follow see me it. on Twitch and Insta. <laughs> And snaps on all my things. Totes adorbs. Totes adorbs. But the family booked me on the show as myself, and it was super liberating because I was, I, I thought about it, and I was like, man, every every single thing that I've gone into, I've gone in, they've asked for my hair straightened. The mm. red carpets, people have, they're like, you should really straighten your hair. And I'm like, why? Because that's just more acceptable in the community? Right. I was like, nobody can accept me with curly hair. Right. And a, a major network like ABC did. And I just felt like, and I was like, first of all, to be a lead on a network like ABC and a major like that and be be of color and be able to do my own natural hair and Mm. be curly and be accepted and still sexy and and accepted in middle America like that, whether people want to or not, I I am and I'm on their TV, so they have to watch. Like that's exciting. That's that's change. I interviewed. Miko Branch. Yes. Jesse's. Yes. And we talked about the curly hair. It was like, curly hair is beautiful. It's gorgeous. I mean, I'll take some work. It's. Take some work. It's a thing. But it's beautiful. And it I, you don't gorgeous. see it enough on TV, right? No, you don't. Because I, so I always, I was, I always was taught like the breakdown. Like you, if I went into commercials, okay. it was the curly hair. Okay. If I went into movies, it was the straight hair. Okay. If I went into TV, depends. Okay. Pull it back. That was like uh, okay. what my agents have always told okay. me. Okay. And growing up and like people that I met in in casting calls or like meetings or generals with anybody, that was the thing. Mm-hmm. You know, like you weren't accepted if you had wow. curly hair. Like you can't do that for film. Wow, Nobody will book weird. you. And lo and behold, like I I really, I tried that on a couple of films and I never really got it. Now, who's to say that that's the reason right. why I didn't right. get it? If my talents weren't the reason why I didn't right. get it, I'm not, you know, I'm not that naive to think that like right. I was God Almighty talent, that that was the reason, that my hair was the reason yeah. why you I know, didn't you know get it. Hair, like, they were too ethnic, they didn't want the ethnic. <laughs> that's some, you know, that's some bull. I think right. that that's bull. But yeah. I do think that that has something to, there's something to be said about the change that people are now looking mm-hmm. for new things and yeah. they're accepting things that they weren't before so I think yeah. that that's really exciting now you play Nina Myers right yeah Nina Meyer and you are and you are a detective sorry I'm a detective detective a kind yes. of show so what is your role if you haven't seen the show yet what is your it's, it's, my mother loves it so it's, I mean, it's this big it's hit well thanks mom Thanks, Mom. Her name, Thanks, is, Mom. her name is Bonita. Bonita. That's right. Muy bonita, that's Bonita. Right. She is too. She wow, is. that's lovely. And that's like my brother says she saw her and when she was born, and that was it. Oh my goodness, Isn't that funny? that's beautiful. I know it's kind of like crazy. Wow. Thing. Hey, I'm Mom. Car- I'm Caribbeans. Yeah, um, so, gorgeous. So, <laughs> so the, yes. the premise of the show is based around a kid that goes missing in a murder and kidnapping case ten years ago, and then shows up ten years later in the town where he is, and his mother is the mayor of the town. Joan Allen. Joan Allen. Oh, the bomb. And so it's like politician. Yeah. You know, you have a little bit of politics, and then you have the greed and the secrets and the lies, and everybody in town is lying. <laughs> everybody has a lie. I mean, and if you are watching Does the Nina show, have a lie too? everybody has a lie. <laughs> Everybody has a lie. There's a lie. There's a lie. Everybody has a lie. So everybody's lying about something. And the the crime that you think people commit, 
they might not be committing that crime, okay. but everybody is guilty of something Dang. in that show. So it is definitely a twister. Wow. Um, I I come onto the case ten years ago, obviously on this new fresh case as a fresh cop, out of straight out of school, okay. and uh, I'm kind of like the newbie in town, and I get this case, and this makes my life. You know, this, mm. this turns me into detective. So when the kid comes back, everything is questioned and kind of I'm put sure. on the line. I'm sure. Publicly and personally, I'm dealing with things mm. because obviously the public is scrutinizing me now and like, oh, why yeah. did you make that mistake? You put the wrong guy away for this murder and kidnapping and this crime that uh, he did not commit. Okay. And personally, I have kind of had this chip on my shoulder as being this perfect detective yes. this badass in town that like nobody can touch because I'm awesome yes. and I have uh, you know I'm not exactly the nicest and most liked in <laughs> our precinct mm. eh, you know it happens yeah. and um, but now that this is kind of like shown up on my doorstep I am am really humiliated and mm. so it's my job I make it my mission to find out who this kid is and and why he showed up now yeah. and where he came from and, and what who really took him and the guy's really still out there so I'm really trying to find him it's my mission to do it. Joan Allen is fish sentence. Joan Allen is unreal. I'm sure she's such a great actress. Ridiculous. That's a like freak of nature. <laughs> a monster. Yeah, I'm sure. A robot. Yeah. Not real. Yeah. Going back to Unreal. Yeah. Starting again, full I, circle. I love She's that. like, I mean, I saw, I got to see Room. You, oh, yeah. Did you see oh, Room? yeah, I saw Room. Oh, my God. My goodness. Yeah. Everybody's so just good at that. But anyway. I yes. mean, I, I, that kid, I just can't. Yeah, I, Jacob Tremblay was just, I just like amazing. I can't. I mean, like, freak. Talk about a freak. He should have won the Oscar. I'm sorry. I think he should have. I mean, that's story. another conversation. Yeah, we'll that's a, yeah. Take off here. Yeah. Um, but. So after I saw that, I walked in, and Joan was getting her makeup done, and I walk into the makeup room, and I was like, Joan! <laughs> First of all, the, the the fact that I can even do that yes. at my job is pretty, like, <laughs> yes. can I just, like, can I just say that I just, like, walked in and was like, Joan. <laughs> and nobody did You know, like, I was kind of freaking out that I could do that, and yeah. I was like, this is very cool. Yeah. So yeah. I walked in anyways and said, Joan, what the heck? And she's like, what, Margo, what, 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 what? And I'm like... Room, uh, I mean, and she's like, oh, "What's you didn't like? You liked it?" And I was like, "I hate you. You're right. You are ridiculous. <laughs> like, you are such. You are unbelievably yeah. talented." Yeah. And I was like, "If you do one more thing about a kid being kidnapped, though, I'm going to. I'm gonna. I, I think that you have like a little bit of a problem." Yeah, something going about. on there. Something going on there. I mean, you there. can talk to me privately about that if you need to, because maybe something's happening. But, yeah. um, but I just she was she's phenomenal, and yeah. everything that she does, every single scene. You know, when when the world is so I live tweet with the show, okay. which is a new thing for me. I've never yeah. Yeah, never done that yeah, before. It's, it's fun. It's pretty fun. It's overwhelming. It is overwhelming. It's yes. definitely overwhelming. I love to talk to my fans. And it's very exciting to yeah. see like what people are, are what they catch on to in live time. Yeah. And yeah. you know, if there's like a line and it pops out and they tweet that line, they're like, Oh my god. <laughs> That's very exciting to see it because like you get to see how they are the first time. Yeah. But I've never seen these episodes. Oh, so okay. I'm watching this oh, with them, with them yeah. in real time yeah, yeah, yeah. at the same time. Yeah, yeah. So and and really, I don't get to watch it very much because I'm trying to live tweet with my fans mm -hmm. and and I'm constantly in the phone. Yeah. And I know that that's annoying for the people that watch it with me. <laughs> 
<laughs> names should not be nameless. Names should not be named. Names or nameless. Yeah. Names yeah. should not be named. <laughs> and I know that um, you know, the people that watch the show with me weekly know yeah. that I I yeah. probably don't look up from my phone at all for about an hour and twelve minutes because it takes me about twelve minutes after to really oh, wrap right, it up. Yeah, together, yeah, yeah. And uh, but it's great to see it for the first time and all these scenes that I see with her and Zach Guilford and yeah. Allison Pill throwing oh, on a yeah. Lima, like all these people yeah. it's just beautiful yeah. to see it because they're my friends yeah. and then I get to see it on screen and I'm like man my friends are talented yeah it's an unbelievable thing to yeah. see people do what what they say they do and do it well right it's now. so gratifying because oh it's God. really few yeah. and far between now yeah it is it's crazy it's crazy and it shouldn't be but it like it's be. crazy no, 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 girl first of all you're lovely thank you and you're actually really funny Thanks. I don't know why you don't say you're not funny you're funny you're hilarious I almost cussed a second ago. My fans and I try not to cuss. I'm sorry. I, I did dead. say I gave you the bleep. She almost gave the bleep. I almost did. I, I said have, you almost I said you're said, effing I, hilarious. I have said things. I apologize. Yeah, no, that's fine, girl. We don't care. You're pretty. You can say I'm it. I'm sorry. Oh. That's fine. That's fine. So tell folks where they can actually find you online if they want to talk to you. So Twitter. You can find me on Margo B. RSVP. Like to a party. Don't forget the T, though, because you won't get anywhere. M-A-R-G-O-T-B-R-S-V-P. I'm on Twitter. Instagram, Snapchat, uh, Facebook, <laughs> tweets, twats. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what else I'm there is. I'm on that note. On that note. So, thank, you for being, thank you for being on. Thank you so much thank for having me. We're going to hug afterwards, of course. <laughs> this is another edition of Conversations. You can follow me at James Lodgino and everything in the universe and the interwebs. We actually have more shows like this on BlackHollywoodLive.com, on the YouTube channel, on iTunes. Like us. Rate this episode. Tell us how great we were. Please do it. Shout I'll out. see you guys next time. Shout out. <laughs> From executives Kevin Undergaro, Dario Kristen, Tiana Hobson, and the entire BHL staff, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us. Info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I am the official voice of Black Hollywood Live, Scipio. Instagram at KingXOBay. Thanks for tuning in. The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals. 